When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. This is happening. Are we doing this? Yes, we are. You guys, if you don't know, Seth, when I started Side Piece, was my absolute first guest ever. Like, ever, ever, ever. Well, ever. it's crazy, because I'm a huge as I've gotten older, and I'm sure you are. Like, you believe in the universal energy, like the power of manifesting in those things. You totally. do believe in that? A thousand percent I do. You you had no idea that I was sitting in an office in Maslin, Maslin. Ohio. Where you, within probably 10 minutes from where you grew up, right? Like, what are the freaking odds of that? There you were is- sitting, it was night. I remember it was late over there. It was dark. You were sitting in your little office. You even showed me your little office. This is where I'd say roll back the clip. production but it was insane what the fuck chances are you in my state yes it's my state almost zip code probably almost zip code what are the chances of that northeast ohio i mean what are the chances i'm doing this stuff about bravo and i meet you and have you on the podcast years before i even talk to your wife improbable like it's crazy in the I mean, BravoCon was BravoCon this last year was the first time I met Meredith. Are you going back? I heard you you were a huge. They loved you. I've I've been following you, Melissa. I'm a huge fan of yours. It's such an honor to be on the show. I I, you, but I did. I read read a lot of comments. Seriously, you. What comments? I saw a bunch of comments. Will Melissa Feister be back at BravoCon to moderate? Because I tell you this, and I hand to God, it passed the polygraph. You have a way of disarming people to make them feel comfortable. I tell you this every time I talk to you, like, which is really hard to do with people that are, you know, like my wife, you know, you got to earn the trust to get people to open up and people, you have a trusting energy. I I truly think Um, you have a very, uh, it's a magical skill. Like, like, I think, you know, in a way, Anderson Cooper and some of those types of great journalists have it where people can just bear their soul and feel comfortable about it would 90 percent of journalists or podcasters could never get there you get there you do it's something about that so i'm saying if bravo can you should be moderating more of those things well hey you tell bravo and by the way all those comments were my mom just in disguise well the, the thing that you personify which i love and i can pinpoint it now is that we both subscribe to this. We've never articulated it. And I'm a huge believer in this. You have to lighten up to enlighten up. I agree right? a thousand million. There's percent. no evolution if you're not, if you can't take a fucking joke. Totally. Right? And you can't laugh at yourself. Make fun you of yourself. If you do that, you're stuck for the rest of your life. Totally. I don't care if you're making fun of me because I make fun of me more than you can ever make fun of me. <laughs> exactly. so I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, I think the it's only thing that- value. Totally. 
And I think the only thing that would offend me is if you call me a liar, that would probably make me pissed because I'm not a fucking liar. And two, if you said I was not a good athlete, then I would rip your ball sack off. End of story. And that's it. Anything else? I don't care. I've been called it all. I've called myself it. I don't care. And I think the difference too is what you're saying is that people like any job, which you can tell, it doesn't matter if you're a host, if you're doing anything, whatever you're doing, if you just show up, you clock in and you clock out, it's going to show between the person that like, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care about the time. Like I care about what I'm doing. Right. Because I love it because I'm passionate about it. And that's why I love this. Look at you and I. We met over three years ago, and we haven't talked. We haven't stopped talking since. No, it's the, well, it's the connection. The the energy. The energy doesn't lie, right? Ever doesn't lie. You got people you see. Are you one of those people? Be honest. I. I this is I'm something I, I haven't. In hindsight, this is something you could teach your kids because I didn't. I let this play out organically, and it's a bit of an issue. Is if you see someone you know and they know you and you're out at Starbucks or a public place or uh, airplane or anywhere and you don't necessarily have the greatest regard for them, do you just ignore them or do you acknowledge you saw them walk up to them and say hello? I acknowledge and say hi. Like, what's the point? Who cares? Just keep it moving. Like, say hi. Go on. A hundred percent of the time you do that? A hundred percent. Because guess what? If I don't, then that's when the more talk starts. Oh my God, I saw Melissa and she didn't even say a word to me. Like, fucking, I don't need that. So you know what's a lot easier and quiet? Hi, nice to see you. And that's it. Because what are they going to go say then? That, Can't no, talk that's, shit. So you're, you're on that. I, I always struggle. Like when I see people that I don't like their energy, like I think there's like, it's not, they're not authentic. Like if they're disingenuous and I know that I don't like to affiliate with people like that. And so like my kids picked up on that and I would walk in with my little kids and be like, oh shit, there's John Johnson. Like, you know, turn away, turn away. <laughs> totally. But you know what? Like I just, it, like you said, energy, it, it's so much more energy to be shitty because then it's going to be a response from them or you're going to be like, ah. you know what? I, I'm just like, hi. And I keep it moving. Cause you're then I'm awesome. like, you, you know, I just like, I just, it, it's just, it takes so much. What about when Josh has him and he runs into someone he can't stand from work? Does he go up and say hello? Always. Unless they were like, listen, of course there's incidents. Like if there's someone I can't stand because you did something to me, my husband or my kids, then I'll fuck you up and you will know it. But like, <laughs> if it's just someone that like the bad energy, I don't get a good vibe. I don't think they're a good person. Hey, keep it moving. Because I don't need them to keep talking behind my back. I want everyone to say, Melissa is really a nice person. How are you with names when you meet someone once? Do you see them again and remember the name? I mean, not always, but I try. But that's sales. You know that. I'm horrible with names. I'm great with faces. Are you great with faces, bad with names? Are you good? I'm probably better with names. Better with names. Yeah. Wow. Someone Probably. was telling me last week when you introduce someone um, to say your name, to not make them feel uncomfortable, you know, to make sure, because just assume they don't. Oh, remember. like they don't remember you. 
Yeah. Right. You know, like that's a great little life lesson because that's totally. super awkward. Like I never taught my kids that when you introduce someone, you see them again, no matter what, just say, hey, it's Chloe Marks. Good to see you. You know, totally. and you know what else I've learned to say nice to meet or like, hey, I'm Melissa. Nice to see you again. Because yes. a lot of times, what if you've met them and you're like, nice to meet you. And they're like, yo, dick face. I met you three times. <laughs> So I'm always just like, nice to see you again. And then I'd rather than be like, I didn't ever meet this bitch. I'd rather them say that than like, are you serious? Like Elisa Barlow. I like, you know, the Monica, I'm going back and forth to the show. Like Monica's like, I've talked to her a hundred times. Lisa's like, I wouldn't be able to recognize her in a police lineup. Like, I don't want that. (laughs) That, that conversation that I watched, like, I don't want that. Right. So. What what show is that? I don't know. I have no idea. It's some weird show. It's just like a lot of crazy women screaming in my ear. And I was like, what is happening here? And Logan was like, dude, we should watch that. And then he goes, is that Uncle Seth? Who said that? I was I was joking. Logan. I just had the first one on. Because I was like, the first time I watched it, the maniacs are running around. And I'm like, can you shut up? Can I just watch this crazy show real quick? So I was redoing season one, uh, epi- no, episode one. Sorry, of you just had a little premiere of your show. Yeah, I don't think I was even on it. You weren't. I was just joking. <laughs> Get there, Blondie. I mean, come on. I, I I am on it. I am on it tonight. We're we're breaking out. We're breaking yeah. out. Yeah. You know I what? Wait. I always wonder about you because listen, I've interviewed like. A bazillion people and i'm like i get it i get why you're on the show i get it i get it girl like and i know we've talked about this a hundred times i just it's so crazy to me knowing who you are i mean you have no to self you're mr positivity you're mr energy you're mr like you give what you get so give fucking good and passion and de- you know like you fire and like ah like yes. break the table <laughs> and then you do this why? <laughs> and I'm not saying that in a negative way. I would do it. I might actually part in it through Teresa. I'm just no. saying like, you know, why? And especially as a, a dude. I, well, I think, I think I, you and I talked about this. Yeah, I'm a big I know golfer, we did. Right. Like when you get your golf swing videoed. To me, going to the amount of the amount of couples therapy, I could buy a small company for the amount of dollars I spent in couples therapy to save our marriage when we were falling apart and literally the thread wasn't even hanging; it was broken. And that's when you started the show. Remember? Yes, literally started the show. I didn't agree to go on. You know, I didn't assign any of the waivers like, fuck it, Meredith, you can go on the show. It'll be good for your brand and your business. And it's a privilege to share, you know, for the, to share her voice. She's so principled and, um, you know, has a lot of causes. She's believed in like equality. We, you know, a gay son that came basically, he didn't come out, but he was outed. Was yeah, but like there's so many great things you can use the platform for. So I encourage her to do that. For me, there's no what what's the upside for me? Let me just do what I do. Don't do it on camera. But were I'm you looking- kind of thinking Meredith go do it because you almost thought that you were gonna get divorced and you didn't care what she did? 
I didn't. Yeah. And then, yes, but also wanted her to do whatever made her happy. And so, but I didn't, I guess when, when I finally signed the waiver, my mindset was, let's see if almost like you're videoing your golf swing and you and I've talked about it. So let's see, um, you know, knowing that you're going to be videoed and you and I talk about this also, like you should always behave like you're being videoed. Like, what are you hiding? So I just thought it was a good opportunity to, to air out our marriage. Like we, we, it's crazy. We are so different Meredith and I, and, but our love for each other is 100. We are 100, 100. And so we're fighting for our relationship, like using the tools we learned in marriage therapy and counseling and individual therapy, throw that into the economic. We both did individual therapy. We both did couples therapy. So and now this reality shows coming. Like, can we use this as a platform to help other relationships? And so that's really where my mind went, like if we could save one true love relationship, then that's, there's nothing more powerful than that. Like life is, if you got a great partner and somehow you got sideways with the partner, but they're your soulmate, you should never let that go. So that's kind of like my motive. I don't go paid a penny as you know, but I, I, it is, we all, Meredith and I have talked about, it is an absolute privilege to be able to touch people through this platform and in the ways we touch them. So Granted. When you when you guys like you, it's fucking football season, baby. When you're <laughs> watching the game and we're talking shit, what is Meredith doing? <laughs> is she watching with you or is she like shopping? What is she doing? Uh she's she's launching a caviar business. She's got her jewelry okay. business. She's like, you know, she's got to respond to 7 million messages. Like it's, it doesn't stop. You know, know that. I, like, know. So she, I know. It's a full-time it, job. I I would kill to get her into sports. Like it would, I think she would appreciate that the first reality show ever, Melissa, I think we even said this, the first reality show ever was the first sporting event that was televised. Holy. Somebody somebody was really happy and, and somebody was really fucking pissed off. Right. Somebody won, somebody lost. Maybe someone lost their job, right? right. Like, it's like, like what's, it was like housewives all in you know, 90 minutes. It's called sports. It is housewives and it's all a game, right? It's all like a game, right? I, just, I don't, you know, so we're just airing it out. Like Meredith and I, Meredith has a real, like you said, two things that would piss you off if somebody questioned your your athletic ability and perfect. if someone questioned your integrity and your honesty, like Meredith is all that, like not about her athletic ability at all, but her honesty and integrity that she's just being authentic and true. I don't think she had any idea at the level of, gamesmanship Mm -hmm. that happens with these other women because she was never a fan of housewives she thought it was a different show when she signed up the next thing you know it's housewives and she had no idea what she was really getting involved in and as it's evolved you know just she's being who she really is and i think anybody who watches the show can tell that so like but look at your show. You had a, a someone go to jail, arrested on the show and go to jail. Was there ever a point between marriage stuff, kid stuff, all the stuff that you went through with Brooks, 
all the drama and the fighting between friendships, lost friendships, Lisa, Meredith, the madness, Whitney, Mer like whoever it is, Jen Shaw going to jail on TV, all that madness. And again, you being you, was there ever a time that you were like, I'm done? Like, this is, this is insane. I'm done. Not me. It never pierced my corporate proverbial corporate veil. Like it never got into my heart or into my brain. This shit can't get there on me. Like that's the one thing I think we learn in sports, Melissa. Yeah. Like it's going to take a hell of a lot to get into my heart. And it, it, none of the shenanigans on this show is ever going to pierce my corporate veil. For Meredith, way harder, way harder. So that's a question for her for sure, right? Like, um, you know, it, it doesn't stop. There, these, there's so dad much died. I mean, it's yeah. never ending. And then it's We're, like, team this, team this, team this, team this. And then it's like, I told somebody the other day, I was like, it's like, again, because all, you know us, all we do is like everything, it just relates back to sports. So I think of housewives as like, when you have team this and team this, it's no different than sports. And like, when you're on one of the teams, you like despise the other team because you're going against them. It's the same thing in housewives. I That's a very well said, Melissa. I tell Meredith when she might get into, you know, one of these, moments where she's just feeling overwhelmed by a lot of hate and just negative energy that, Hey, Donald Trump almost won a second time. I remind her that almost 51% of the delegates of the, of like we almost knowing what an ass clown this guy was, there is still half of this country with their head up their ass that support other people with their head up their ass. So when you're feeling that negative energy and that, Hey, just remember those people have their head up their ass. Why are you paying them any attention? And then she's like, oh, you're right. And then I say, oh, shit. But Biden has his head up his ass, too. We're really <laughs> but no, but you get my, you get my, but you she get really, my point. Like, listen, that's like all good in theory, because you and I have like a lot of those, listen, stay on the positive course. And, you know, we have all these like good positive from sports. But like, do you think that's really, it really like, sits in with Meredith like can she really do that like oh I got it it's just haters being haters and they're dumb and I don't need to listen to it yes you yes. think it sits in and sinks in and she's like got it yeah well you know it's a pendulum of emotions and the game the game of life is balancing your emotions and making decisions anytime you're ever going to make a real decision make sure you know you have the self-awareness core value self-awareness totally. to make decisions from a place of balance and sometimes that requires a help help to a therapist a best friend your mom but get to the center and then assess your situation so half the time for Meredith is just getting back to balance and when we get there we make the right decision every fucking time yeah, but you know what, too? You're just saying it doesn't, like, affect me because it's, like, it's it's different. But it did because you had, like, a legit – it's rare that the guy has a very close friendship with one of the husbands, right? Because a lot of times now these housewives are kind of just plucked. And maybe someone knows somebody, but they're kind of just plucked up. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Boom. Let's make a show about it. But, like – Going into this, you had a very close, best friendish relationship with John. So it really did 
That, I, love, I, I, I love John Barlow, right? Like I think when we're together, we're out of balance. When John and I are both centered, that's my brother. When we're out of balance, it's like you get out of balance with your own siblings. But I love John Barlow. I knew him before Housewives for almost 10 years. I, you know, so I, I understand the dynamics he's in and John Barlow is, is, is a great, is a great dude. And, you know, I'll always have a place for him in my heart. So, so I just try not to get, it's like, you know, sometimes bullshit. Yeah. Which is hard to, unfortunately hard to, hard to do. Do you talk to coach Shaw anymore? Uh, I wish I did. I really enjoy coach Shaw. Um, I haven't, it's not, you know, I mean, he's, but he's a great, I, I, I love coach Shaw university of Utah is crushing it right now. Crushing. They did last year. They did great. Freaking. They did great. We beat them. Who's we Ohio state. The Buckeyes, we beat them in In like the, we beat them in a bowl game. Yeah. But that's not fair. It's never fair playing Ohio state. They have a bigger budget than housewives. The Ohio State, okay, but like you know, I, I just I look at you and I'm I'm like thankful. Of course, I'm thankful that you have Meredith, but I'm thankful that Meredith has you because I I get it, right? Like you're her. Does she come back to you and like Seth? What do I do? Or does she kind of just kind of do her thing? And then you're there if she needs you. A little bit of all of it. I can read energy. I don't read much, Melissa. I can't. I, my ADD is in, in, is insane. Like it's so bad. It, but but I think people with ADD and I'm I am all due respect. I know you have it. Is like your ADD energy is is oh. pretty as well. Be, be, and, beat it up. And, but the gift of it, like you Google it, like my one of my kids has it. It's like Google ADD celebrities, Google ADD business people, like some of the most successful humans on the planet have ADD. And it's a gift. That's a long way to way of saying ADD people read energy like nobody's Holy. business. Like Holy. we are fluent in bullshit and energy. And so I could tell when Meredith's off on energy, I say, you know, do you want to talk a little bit about anything? And then she'll, before we call this our second marriage, after all the therapy and work and housewives and COVID, like we, we now are so emotionally attuned to each other that you could sense before I was like, fuck, she's way out of balance. Get me out of this house. Like that was me early on. Right now I'm like, Oh my God, she's out of balance. We got to like, let's get together and talk about it. And then she'll also say, you won't believe what happened. Like, and then I'll be like, well, you can totally read it. You know, know. when Josh is having a bad day it. and you need you to just feel it. it. Yes, you feel it. You, you feel, feel it, it instantly. Even if you like, they're across the room, the face, I'm just like, ugh, not, it is not somebody I want to be near on. Like at all. Like I'll say hi and keep it moving. And the, and the biggest K- KPI, the key performance indicator for true love is when the world is falling apart and you feel like it's all caving in and you are with your partner and you then could feel that peace. That's all you need is that, like, that's how I feel with Meredith. And I'm hoping someday she feels that way with me. Hopefully. <laughs> I, we're getting there. We're really, really getting there. We're doing the drills. We're doing the work. I promise we will win a Super Bowl once. I promise you that. Do you, can you believe that we started this on when you, the first, episode of season one was going and now we're going into season four 
talking about this together. Would you have thought that you're starting one, season one, episode one, your marriage is barely there. You you guys go through what you went through season one. And do you, would you think then that you would be here now where you are? The marriage, four seasons deep, all of it. No, no. A hundred percent thought I'd be in a apartment in Venice or Santa Monica by you uh, and Josh and like just surfing every day. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think I, we, I, I didn't think we'd make it, you know, our marriage and then COVID hit after season, literally at season oh, one was right. including then COVID hits. Right. So we had this reality show and then COVID to it forced us to be under one roof. Like a lot of marriages broke ours strengthened. And by the way, full circle, guess who was cuddling up with me in my Canton, Ohio, North Canton, Ohio home. I didn't live in Maslin. I lived in North Canton, Ohio and commuted to Maslin, but and you went to Ohio. I remember. By the way, we 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 had we rented a. By the way, we rent houses like it's like chewing gum, and we love it, right? Like what? What? That's a thing coming up in Ohio for what you pay there in Salt Lake City or here. It's insane. It's insane. Thank you so much for listening to Side Piece. Make sure to follow on Instagram with the handle at Side Piece Show. That's at S I D E P I E C E. S-H-O-W at Sidepiece Show. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. A Huda Media Production.